Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Howdy. Welcome, Lori and Julia show. My talk about our 7 one everything entertainment. Those of you who did have the day off today, lucky you. The rest of us, it's okay, we're fine. Uh, Lori will be back tomorrow. So in the meantime, Holly Roberts is yeah. joining us today. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Okay, Daddy, let's uh, find the Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Yes. Yeah, because, I got it right here for you. All right. This is big deal. Uh, okay, here we go. She's untouchable. No one can soar as high, leap as far, spin as many times, or for that matter, twist as go. many times, showing off her triple-double on the floor today, known as the Biles 2. She now has four original skills named after her, some of which the Gymnastics Federation hasn't valued as highly as she had hoped. The beam dismount, we're a little bit disappointed with that, but at the end of the day, we can only control what we do, not what they do. At 22 today in Stuttgart, Germany, she passed another milestone, sticking that landing, ecstatic, nabbing her 25th world medal to become the most decorated world champion gymnast of all time. Very impressed with what I've been able to do, especially after all these days of competition just keep the dice rolling basically and it's just it's insane her mother tweeting encouragement yesterday just remember just like practice i love you and she's not done yet the only competition is herself and so it's like well how do you compete against yourself you only just try to get better and so that's what she's doing with these skills her fans watching closely to see what the reigning queen does next She's so good. Well, she's incredible. She is literally the best. I know. She's 4'8". Just a little yeah, teeny. she's tiny. Wow. Yeah. I didn't so, know she was And she's that 25 years old. No, they said it today, on, and I'm like, wow. She is just so talented. And um, Coco Goff, she won her first WTA title, tennis title. She won over the weekend. Congrats yeah, to over, her. Overseas somewhere. I yes, I don't know. I felt the country. Sorry, I felt like it was Australia or Austria. No, no, it was, it was in, Austria. It was, it was in Europe. It was an Pretty A. Sure it was in Europe. It was an A. That was B Austria. Um, but she got. She's only 15 years old, so you know they gave her a big, huge bottle of wine or champagne or something, which she's not old enough to drink. Uh, no, she'll put it on the <laughs> shelf. She will right? put it. She will put it on the shelf. Um... Okay, so I want to know if this has caused havoc in anyone's homes. I don't think the three of ours. But Fortnite, that oh, old video game yep. that has addiction written all over it for people, um, has been down since yesterday at 2 o'clock. Say it isn't so. No, the oh, Twitter oh, the account humanity. for Fortnite deleted all of their tweets. 
things got so bad with Fortnite being down. I mean, it's a black hole when you go there. Um, that PlayStation had to put a statement out letting people know that the game and all of your V-Bucks what? were not gone for good. <laughs> That's a currency. Oh, it's oh, a game, Donnie. Because right, we've heard cool. of kids taking their parents' credit cards and spending a lot of money on V-Bucks, which gives you more access to things. And we also heard Fortnite had the very first world title championship where the kid won a million bucks. Yeah. This e- year. Esports is huge. Yes. So um, the game will be back up later in the week. It will be a better re- Booted version featuring a brand new map. Did this affect anybody that Fortnite was down? Oh my goodness. I'm going to tell you now when you go to their website. What does it say? Well, it's a black hole. It's an image of a black hole. Oh. <laughs> and that 65,000 people are watching this image of a black hole 65, as we speak. 65,000. Oh my goodness. Almost 10,000 people are watching it on Twitter right now. They're what? live streaming this image. And that's how many people are watching Why? <laughs> the live image. Look, to Julia's point, this Fortnite is, is addictive. We talked about a case, one of the first cases against a video game. A woman in Canada is suing the game company um, because they use psychologists to try to make the game more addictive. And um, But I think there's types of psychologists in a lot of the electronic worlds that um, I'm saying types, but I'm sure the iPhone uses them. I'm sure everybody uses them to get us to stay oh, on these phones longer. Oh, you're, Julie, the, are paid yeah, social yes. media yeah. is developed to be <laughs> yes. addictive. It yes. is completely manufactured yep. to get you to come back for more. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, that's not speculation. That's just fact. Right. So there's a case that's happening. Um, I think it's Vancouver. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. But so for Fortnite families, we wish you well. Enjoy your kids while you've got them. <laughs> I think it would be so hard. I'm so, so, so grateful because my boys are gamers at times, you mm-hmm. know, and to try to get those things out of their hands and there were, you know, that's hard parenting sometimes. Well, yeah, and trying to make rules around it and that understanding like where does the line, where is it drawn where Fortnite, is this just... A fad that my kids are into right now, no, and then they'll. It's an they'll, addiction. Yeah. Well, right. Is it a fad or is it an addiction? And where is the line? I say that as a complete non-parent, but where I, is but the it's line? Tough. Yeah. Um. Have you? Okay. So the other thing that's happening is the Queen Elizabeth, who's ninety-three. <laughs> she swapped out her three-pound imperial state crown for a lighter diadem at a Parliament opening. So on Monday. She has a three pound in diadem is a jeweled crown and she has that one, you know, that's been worn forever and ever and ever, but she had to have a lighter one. Can you imagine the weighty crown that's placed on a velvet cushion to the right of the queen's throne is set with 2,868 diamonds, including a 317 carat um, Cullinan, two diamond. It includes 17 sapphires, 11 emeralds, 269 pearls, and has been worn for almost every opening of Parliament since the Queen, 93, began her reign. In 1952. There's only two other times she didn't wear it. In 1974 and in 2017. Well, wow. I will say that the replacement is still just as impressive as the one that she had been wearing for the past half a century. Mm-hmm. She is blinged out 
that QE2. Yep. And she <laughs> in said, her remember the BBC documentary she said um, about the coronation is that it's so cumbersome to wear that because you can't look down to read your speech because if you did, your neck would break off. <laughs> oh my, I mean, this, so, I, I appreciate the queen sacrificing her health for the state. I'm glad. I'm glad that they're letting her wear one that doesn't weigh so much. When we come back, we're going to find out. I wonder why this potato chip collab didn't happen years ago, but it's a good one. I wonder why you didn't think of it. I, well, Donnie, I do it. I do it. <laughs> they listen to uh-huh. you. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so I think everyone's done this forever. You've dunked your grilled cheese sandwich into tomato soup. Oh, yeah. Everyone, this is just kind of like things, or in your tomato soup, I always put saltine crackers. and Like peanut butter and jelly. You just do it. In the soup? In the soup. She she just said peanut butter and (laughs) jelly, but she meant it's like that. It's like a common pairing. It's a common pairing. Let me explain to you. Yes, so Lay's... Is coming out potato chips, grilled cheese, and tomato soup potato chips. It's the perfect savory wow. perfection in one bite. The unique snack delivers a dynamic combination of tomato taste and buttery cheese with underlying creamy and toasted notes. <gasps> Yum! These could be good or they could be nasty. They mm. sound good to me. Yeah. Monday, October 21st. Danny, why are you so whole hum about it? Uh, because of what Holly said, sometimes there's a thin line between, wow, these are really good, and, oh, what are these supposed to taste like again? With the Lay stunt flavoring, and I only say that because I'm nervous that they might taste like ketchup-flavored chips because of the tomato element. Have you ever had a ketchup-flavored Lay's? Yeah, they make them in Canada. Yeah, They're popular in Canada. They are. They're popular a lot of different places, but that's just like... There's something unsettling about being so tomato forward on a potato chip. Well, I always dunk potato true. chips and ketchup. I always dunk like potato chips forward. and ketchup. <laughs> but you put it in ketchup. You yeah. put all what else? What's so you the think weird we'd thing that you overpower the cheese? No, yeah. but think of it. We always do this in our family. We put a layer of potato chips in a sandwich to give it crunch. Yeah, I know. We'll put it in yeah. a burger to give it a crunch. Yeah. We'll do. We just. This is our thing. You like the combinations because don't you put ketchup in something that's weird? Cottage cheese, but that's not even weird anymore. I can't even think of the last time I've had it. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. 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 So, you know, you gotta love someone with a clever sense of humor. So this gentleman, he's an Irish dude. He died, and um, when he died, he left behind this hilarious recording for mourners at her. At its funeral, okay? So it was to play with the bagpipes out at his funeral. And um, his name, he looks like a really fun guy. His his name was Shay Bradley. He was a Dublin granddad of eight. He pranked everybody all the time. And so for the last time, he, at his funeral, they had, you know, the whole, they were burying him, a yeah. live burial, and everyone was around um, the burial and putting roses in and stuff, and you hear, hello, hello, get me out of here, where the bleep am I? Oh, no. Let me out of here. It's bleeping dark in this place. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so everyone, it let me out. Is that the priest I can hear? You know, so he yeah, just, yeah, yeah. he did that. And I just thought, how much fun would that be? You know, just to make a little fun recording. <laughs> to play just to, the stunt. Yes, yes. And prank. And he was a larger in life character. They said everyone in the family was laughing. Everyone knew that he, how much fun he was. And um, just his humor. Oh, yeah. Kind of sweet. Okay. It is kind of sweet. It's National Hand Wash, Global Hand Washing Day, by the way, is tomorrow. So you want to make sure to wash your hands. The mini, the city of Minneapolis has released this neurovirus graphic that people are talking about over on StarTribune.com saying like, well, I don't know, is this graphic? Is it not? Is it not? You know, you got something going out one way. You got something going out the other way. And the city of Minneapolis wants to remind you that neurovirus is the leading cause of foodborne illness, and it's very contagious. So wash your dang hands. All right, thank you. <laughs> Good reminder. It's, it's be yeah. bald and be free day. Oh, how mm. liberating! Mm-hmm. Mm. National Chocolate Covered Insect Day. <laughs> oh, have you had one of those? No, I won't. No. I'm not you into won't? that. I, well, when I need <laughs> when I, you need chocolate. No, when I need to eat crickets for protein at some point in my life, and that's all that's on the menu, and I'm somewhere, I would do it. Yeah. Um, and it's also National Freedom Frump Day, and I want to know what the definition of frump is, and I'm going to give it to you right now, okay. please. <laughs> Right when now. Did, yeah. Okay. It's a dowdy, unattractive girl or woman, a stay drab, old fashioned person. But Frida Frump, um, it just, I remember growing up, you remind me, you know, you look like Frida Frump today, or we would, it would just be kind of a diss we'd say to each other. Yeah, I get it. But I don't know why Frida. Well, because it it's alliterative, free to frump. Yes. Goes together. Yeah. I know, Frida, but I it's kind of mean, I guess, now that I look at it and know the word. <laughs> we've, know, we've done a 180 here. People feel yeah, frumpy. Now I'm feeling bad for all the Fridas that I called frumpy all those times. Well, times have changed and language evolves, so don't yes. feel too bad about that. But we've gotten more casual in the past Yes, we have, and you still need to try. Lori says that to me all the time, and since she's not here, I can say it. You still need to try. Some days, trying just means leaving the house with pants on. (laughs) And you just, hopefully, (laughs) that's the trying, and sometimes you just have to be comfortable with that. Okay. (laughs) Well, here's here's a cute story, okay? So, story of my life. Yeah. 12 years and over a thousand miles later, a 14 year old toy fox terrier has been reunited with her family thanks to a microchip. Oh. The dog named Duchess ran out of her family's home in Boca Raton, Florida back in 2007. Oh. The family spent days searching and checking shelters, hoping. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Duchess Microchip would bring her home. Her family even kept paying for the microchip chip to keep it updated as long as she was missing. I mean, 12 years. Oh. She was found last Friday under a shed in Pittsburgh. Oh, by Duchess. a local am- animal rescue group who ran her microchip and contacted the owners who made the 1,130-mile trip to get her. That, that's incredible. Duchess is Where so have cute. you been, Duchess? Oh. I mean, so that is a, wow. Get your pet's microchip. But 12 years. That's something. Oh, and that's a kind of a sweet story. It is it? very sweet. Well, Fox would have some stories to tell if it could talk, don't you think? Well, <laughs> thanks, Doctor Doolittle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's been a lot of a lot of places, <laughs> seen a lot of things. Johnny, uh, okay, sorry, mm-hmm. but it has. I would agree with you. <laughs> I I would agree. Other things that are happening today is that um, people get annoyed after three point five minutes on hold and hang up after eleven. That's the deadline. I was on hold for at least eleven today. But I find if you're on hold and you're doing your other stuff, put it on speaker. I do that. That's what I do. It's just fine. Yeah, it's just fine. But we apparently here's some customer service stats. We internet interact with customer service people 125 times a year. That's Mm -hmm. roughly once every three days. Phone calls, emails, things like tweets. Yep. The average person has three strikes throughout rule with companies that they do business with. Um, you you disappoint us three times, we won't go back. That's generous. I it think is. Th- that is a generous. Sometimes with me, it's one strike. Really? Do you have an example? <laughs> no, I'd rather not mention okay. any names. All right. Um, the average American has four companies they've blacklisted Ooh. that they won't give their business to anymore. Younger people are likely to blacklist companies more than older people. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Around two-thirds of us agree with the phrase, the customer's always right. The common way we hit back at customer services by complaining to the company, posting an online review, or calling them out on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the passive-aggressive calling out on social media, I've noticed, has become uh, more popular. It's rude. Yeah. It's rude and wrong. Well, I think if there is an actual... You are not that gen- big of a deal. Right. If there is an actual genuine grievance and you have tried ways to get your issue resolved, then do it in a kind manner. At least don't be catty about it. It's just like, hey, this is whatever. You know, I, I'm, I'm with you, Julia, where it's just like... It's bad manners. Thank you. It's just bad manners. Mm-hmm. And you look dumb. Because you're not that big of a deal to share it with the world. (laughs) You know, send an email, figure out a way to do it privately, but it's, I just think it's rude. It's shamey. Oh, shame. 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 All right, so when we come back, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to Steel Magnolias at the Guthrie when you guess the celebrity voice. Stay with us. Feeling so high, but too far away to hold me. You know I'm the one who put you up.
hanging out with us on this Monday. Hope everyone's having a good day. Yes. Um, okay, here's the deal. We've got a pair of tickets to give away to the October 31st, yes, Halloween night. Um, performance of Steel Magnolias. We're giving away tickets all week, a pair. Right now, you have to guess the celebrity voice and then give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. The first one to answer it correctly gets the tickets. So, oh, I'm sorry. Are you ready? It. Hit it, Danny. Okay. Realistically, to put it in a nutshell, I had an incredible 10-year run that was creatively satisfying, was very, very, very hard work, and I dug very deep. Any thoughts over there? Yeah, I think so. Think you know I think. Is? But is it this? Per- okay. Do you think it's that one? Um, <laughs> no, Julia. Oh. Actually, oh, okay. I don't. Right. I have a different guess. All right, okay, well, we'll so find we'll out. see. I think I might be right this time. The pe- Donnie, I'm sure you are. Celebrity voices have been very challenging the past couple of days. Well, thank you. That's my intention. Gosh, I'm trying to think of who that is. All right, that's going to bug me. All right, so there's a couple things uh, just to chat about that are happening this week. Yeah. In the good old TV world. The boob tube. Yes. And a lot is happening on Friday night. So, um, first of all, Paul Rudd has uh, eight point, an eight, uh, eight point, it's not doing points, but an eight part um, series on Netflix. It's a comedy called Living With Yourself. And basically, it's a middle-aged guy, Paul Rudd, who's burned out at work, struggling with his marriage to his wife. A co-worker suggests he had to a spa for a cleanse, and Miles, that's his name, discovers he, he's been cloned, with new Miles seeming to be better than old Miles in every way. They're short, they're sweet, they're like 20 to 30 minutes long. Perfect. It's getting about a B plus. If you like Paul Rudd, who doesn't I love like him? Who doesn't like Paul Rudd? I love him. Living with yourself is perfectly calibrated for binge watching. It's a satisfying rush. Um, you spend a few hours with Miles and Miles, you come away refreshed. So that's going to be Paul Rudd's Living With Yourself. Perfect. I kind of like that. I love him. You want to binge him a little bit? I like Paul Rudd. <laughs> the other one that's happening that is a takeoff on a column that has been, what is it, 15 years old now in the New Yorker magazine, New York Times, um, Modern Love. It's been a weekly column, a podcast. Now it's a television show in its 15th year about love relationships, feelings, betrayals, and revelations. And this is the one that Anne Hathaway is in, and that's why we've been seeing her on the red carpet and on the couch lately. And this is going to be on Friday, too. It comes out, and I think it's only one. Amazon just does one at a time. Mm -hmm. So Friday night, I don't know which the first one is, but it's um, their individual stories that are all captured in one night, a beginning, a middle, and end. People who are going to be starring these stories about that are different articles that have been in Modern Love in the New York Times over the past 15 years. Catherine Kinnear, John Slattery, Andy Garcia, Anne Hathaway, Tina Fey, Andrew Scott are some of the people that are going to be in them. And I don't know, I think Anne Hathaway's probably in the first one because she's been the one out doing the press. Mm-hmm. But that's Modern Love. I think that'll be fun. I think this will be fun, too. There's mm-hmm. one about an unlikely friendship. There's one about a lost love resurfaced, a marriage at its turning point. The column's great, so hopefully the show's good. It reminds me of Love American style. Oh, okay, look. dating myself. Never mind. Love American style. going to be like, what are you talking about? Give it up for red, white, and blue. What <laughs> is right. it? Uh, let's see. Do you want our winner? Well, let's listen to it again. Okay. Because I need to get it. Because right. I think okay. Holly... Okay, here we go. Here's a voice. Realistically, to put it in a nutshell, I had an incredible 10-year run that 
was creatively satisfying, was very, very, very hard work, and I dug very deep. All right, Lisa, tell everybody who that is. Robert Downey Jr. Yes. yes. Lisa, who are you going to take? My girlfriend. My girlfriend. Oh, okay. lovely. I, it, yeah. it's on, it, have fun, and thank you for hanging out with us. Are you having thank a you good day? Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Oh, good. Super Wonderful. Fun. And if you want to see Robert Downey Jr., we posted the first trailer for Doolittle. Donnie did on the Lori and Julia um, show page. So I watched it. Please give me your review. Okay, first of all, who didn't love the Rex Harrington? What's his name, Donnie? Harrison. Harrison. I didn't care for that. Oh, I was like 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 five, maybe. Oh, well. Well, you were like prime. And it was prime. And they traveled around in a giant shell. And if you could talk to the the animals, animals, just imagine it. Talking to a chimpa chimpa. I like the Eddie Murphy version where he had the talking hamster. That was funny, too. Yes. So So now. The new one is more of a. It doesn't feel like a comedy, but I bet it will be. But it's Robert Downey Jr. It picks up seven years after his wife has passed away. And he's been he's kind of been living in isolation. And he has to come out of his home because the queen has fallen ill. And he must go on a voyage to a mythical island to find a cure. So his animals travel with him. Some of the people in it or voices, we don't know what they're going to be. Because he's a real person, but there's going to be voices like Emma Thompson, Ralph Fiennes, Octavia Spencer, John Sienna, Remy Malek. It, I think it looks kind of fun. It looks very adventure in a way that Dr. Doolittle, the Rex Harrison one, and then Eddie Murphy's was a modern take on the character. This looks like it's going to be like, oh, here's a goose flying around and it's talking to me and we're on a big ship and we're going sailing and solving mysteries and doing whatnot. It looks a little more serious. Yeah. It looks like it takes itself more serious. Oh, totally. It takes itself more seriously. It's out January 17th. You will not be seeing me. Really? Uh, (laughs) Do a little. No. Why? It's not for me. I understand where the audience is, but it's just, I mean, you know. What might be for you is what is fabulous is we got, um, a teaser today and quite a lengthy one for the marvelous Ms. Maisel season three. Oh yeah. And it's coming out um, on December 6th. So we don't have to wait till 2025. <laughs> and it features Sutton Foster singing a cabaret tune. You see Jane Lynch in it, Sarah Silverman. Um, it's her hitting the road. It looks so good. Oh, Okay. She's hitting the road. Sitting the road, got Midge it. Go, you know, she's going on tour. It teases shows in um, Miami, Chicago, Las Vegas. Oh, and her costumes. And I'm telling you, this show makes you happy. Oh, very sumptuous and oh. joyful. And it's the costuming and fizzy, the settings fizzy. are just so fun. Yes. So watch that. That's fun to see. That's posted. Mm-hmm. And then Donnie also posted, I don't know if you guys watched... SNL this weekend. No, it did not. No, I just watched this skip. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's well, all, that's about all, all, all good SNLs they, for these days. Well, I, no, people said it was a good one. But um, it was SNL spoofs the Joker with a gritty Oscar, the grouchy parody. And that's posted. People seem to be talking about it. Um, 
I didn't watch it that. <laughs> you didn't watch the one skit no. that Donnie watched. No. It looks yeah. cute. David Harbour, he, he was the host this yeah. week, right? Yeah. And he's hanging out with Lily Allen, his new lady friend, out in New couple. York City. Yeah. The British singer. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. They're of... locking lips. And yeah. What is he on? Or how are we supposed to? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. He he's the, the that's how we know him. Yeah. Yes. Boy, I just never went back after one. Yeah, I know. That Two one? I didn't watch. Three was, Three was good. good. Three was mm-hmm. very good. I feel like you can get back into I it. I didn't if you care desire. that much about one. It's not yeah. my thing. Yeah. See, there you go. See, you kind of know what your things You're are. You're the Dr. Doolittle type. Is It's more more your speed. Donald, <laughs> are you dissing me over no, there? No, no, I'm just saying I that's feel... more your taste. It isn't. Know. It was in 1969, <laughs> for crying out loud, when it came out. Oh, uh, unlike you know, and Donnie, when you were I the mean, same honestly, age, you were into Shadows uh, on the Cave Wall. See, now that was this. <laughs> Hylographic languages? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, very difficult to write, but, you know, I got pretty good at it. I bet you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could really carve that cat like nobody's business. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a movie out that Donnie posted, Jungle Cruise. Oh, yes. Based Another on the Disney, Disney ride, ride movie. movie. Yep. yep. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. Is there? Is that what this is, a ride? Yeah. yeah it's at Disneyland. Oh, you, you've never been on that? No. Where you get oh, in the yeah. boat and the cruise conductor takes you around the jungle and you get to see a hippo. And oh, I think I've very, been on that, yeah. but at Disney World. It's, yes, yeah. they have it at Disney World, too. Yeah. It's one of the classic rides at Disney parks. Yep. You've been on it. I know Oh, I know I've been on it because yeah. I remember that. But uh-huh. um, it's about a tree in the Amazon that has powers. And it kind of reminded me, her character reminded me like of a young Indiana Jones for some reason in the... In the trailer, the beginning of it, like all these quirky things happen, and then she ends up in a tour bus in World War II, and then she's off to find solve a mystery. It just looked the just the very opening because remember when we first saw the opening of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and that ball comes down at yeah, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For some reason, yeah. it just kind of this was I don't know. If this is a fun adventure movie like that, I'm totally here for it. That's kind of what I was thinking. It looked kind of fun like that mm-hmm. to me because I think Emily Blunt can do no wrong. Well, she's oh. amazing. I love her yeah, so much. She is yeah. so good. Okay, so when we come back, let's Hollywood speak. Um, a woman that says she's old, but she looks too young to play old people. Oh. We'll be back. So, what are you trying to say? Okay, I saw this over the weekend, and Jane Seymour, who's 68 years old, looks like a million bucks. Absolutely. But she says she looks too young to land mature roles and has to convince producers she's old and gnarly. Um, I, she says that's a switch. That she's a frump. <laughs> she says that. So um, let's see. She goes on to talk about she revealed that her looks have worked against her. Um, I'll take off all my makeup, and they'll see that I can do old quite well. She says my intention is to age has always been to age as gracefully as I can. Inside, I'm 20 years old. Now that is young. <laughs> mm, yeah. But she says I was way too serious when I was that age. Yeah, I when found she's 20, my yeah. 20 year old alter ego. It just happens to be in this body, but that's okay. I'm having fun. And I love it. She credited her amazing physique with Pilates, walking, and light weightlifting. She was a dancer. She's always eating healthy. She doesn't drink. She doesn't eat anything. But I love this quote. On a naughty night, 
I might have a handful of pistachios. <coughs> okay. Two oh, pieces of very, very dark chocolate that's 99% chocolate and has nothing in it. Yum. And a glass of wine. Wow. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dean Seymour, oh. no one said that she didn't know how to party, right? Yeah, go mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, <laughs> I got my breasts done because of the pressure of losing my marriage. I thought maybe that's what I should do. I've had a vacant um, space filled. I wanted to look younger on screen. Sometimes I tape my neck or wear a wig. Yeah. But she still feels sexy, doesn't do Botox. um, And she says that she is going to be in um, playing a woman in her 70s right now in the Kaminsky Method. So she's going to be on the new season. Oh, okay. Which will be great. Yeah. Looking at a picture of her. And she looks fantastic. She always... This role. Oh, she does. Yeah, a gray wig. Yeah, she it looks great. It, she looks wonderful. What that speaks to me is that casting directors don't understand what it means to be older and what it looks like to mean be old, looking older in 2019. If they're saying that, you know, if, if they're saying Jane Seymour like can't play old, like what are you talking about? Like the concept, like you're carrying this old, outdated idea of what people should look like at a particular age in your mind and you're casting to that. You're not casting to the reality of what people actually look like in 2019. Like, mm, okay. Yeah, I, well, I, I agree with you on that one because yeah. I think... Um, she looks, and it's really funny because I do vivid, vividly remember looking at a picture of my mom when she was 40, thinking, oh my God, does she look old. <laughs> but that's what I mean, But I mean, Julia. my mom was always updated, you yeah. know, but I, like of my grandmother, you know, even when she's 35, she looked old. Yeah, thinking about my yeah. grandma, who's no longer with us, but you would look at, you look at pictures of my grandma from back in the day, and she... Like and then I think about people who are her same age in that photograph from from a long time ago, right. and just we look totally different. Thank goodness. And yes, like I would say, because this is when I'm older. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we look different. Well, yeah. to quote a famous song by Bob Dylan, uh, I was so much older then. I'm younger than that now. Namaste, oh, Daddy. Like that? Yeah, yes. I do. Okay. I kind of do like that. <laughs> but she also just a little bit more on Jane Seymour. She used to go to the. Um, Ear, ear thing. Starkey, oh, the Starkey, oh, Starkey, Starkey Gala. Yeah, we saw her there, and she just looked like a million bucks. But she was married to James Keach, Stacy Keach's brother, for yeah. twenty years. Um, before that, she's been married four times and divorced four times. She's in a relationship with a seventy-year-old British director, David Green. At the moment, I don't see any reason to get married again. I've been there, done that. I'm very, very happy. She was a Bond girl, too. Yes, she was. But listen to this. She first married theater director Michael Attenborough from 71 to 73, and then to Attenborough's friend. Oh. And that only lasted for a year. Well, imagine that. Mm -hmm. Awkward. (laughs) I think that would be hard when you go on to 
when you your husband's best friend yeah. or your yeah. wife's best friend yeah just best i think friends in general. i think both of those would be difficult um now i want you to look this up okay yeah in mode i n m o d e so paula abdul is proud of her minimal minimal minimum <laughs> minimally thank you minimally <laughs> minimally minimally minimally, minimally. yes <laughs> invasive cosmetic <laughs> surgery <laughs> And I knew this when she was on um, with Wendy Williams. Lori and I talked about this. She's going to be out, you know. Doing her Vegas thing. Is she well, still doing that show? Yeah, she's doing her Vegas thing. But she's also going to be out talking about this laser or whatever it is. I don't know what it is exactly. Laser. It's an in-mode body tight. T-I-T-E. And face tight. Yeah, it's the brand name. Yes. Yeah. It makes you look more youthful without invasive cosmetic surgery, which everyone's all good for. She just says that she treats her body well. She regularly exercises and has faced the reality of gravity, as we all do. She says, I can do bicep and tricep workouts as much as everyone else. But as you get older, just a certain amount of tone and shape leave. So can you tell what it is? So then you get a late. It looks like. In mode technologies. It looks like you're putting a staple gun on your face, except there's a laser. You know, it's just like oh, like you put like there's a wand, so it's that you would do for age spots and things like that. Non-surgical. It's non-surgical. You can. There's machines out there. Body tight. Embrace. Can you buy them from your house? Vonita. Unfortunately, no. But she is a spokesperson for them. I mean, she's right there on the front page. And so, of course, she's going to be. All right, that's why. Right, no, she's a spokesperson for this. She's getting paid to talk about that. it. Yeah, I figured that. I just didn't have a chance to look it up. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at this. Um, this Hollywood speaking, if you look at these two things that I had picked out, uh-huh. um, that we're going to talk about it later in our show. But I'm going to Hollywood speak this. All right. Well, let's Hollywood speak something. Um, doctors slam the myth um, after multiple reports that women are using toothpaste to tighten their vaginas. No. Oh, okay. No. No. Don't Putting do that inside your vag to tighten it is a myth. It is bad for you. It can change things. You don't want to ever do that. So I just want to let people know. Wait, I don't know. No, we got to go back. On? We Where did we, the myth I have, start? Listen, I'm missing the second page. Oh. <laughs> but but toothpaste in your crotch. Well, who made that up? Who thought, yeah, I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to like what menthol is like. We'll make it extra like. I'm so uncomfortable, but I didn't. I, I showed her the two things we're going to talk wanna... about, and we're talking about them later. So I was desperate. For it doesn't. It, we can talk about <sighs> things now, and we can also talk about things later. It's kind of how. Did you watch Batwoman? I did not watch Batwoman. Are you going but, to? Do you think? No, I don't think so. But. I did read in the ratings in Batwoman over on the CW. They went down a little bit. I watched it again. But you I like, like it. it. See, this is, I am very That's fascinated. I like it. That you like Batwoman out of all the comic book things that have been popular in the because past decade. Because I can relate to a woman. Yeah. I can't relate to the, I don't like, I'm sick of, you know, that other stuff. But there have been other female superheroes that you 
didn't give the time of day to. But this is an hour-long TV show. (laughs) Oh, there we go. It is not a two-hour thing that I have to... Now we understand. Yeah, Wonder Woman was just (laughs) like way too long. Really? Give me a break. (laughs) Who's got that much time? (laughs) A lot lot of people do. Do you think so? It was a little long. I know. That movie could have been chopped about 20 minutes. All right. Um, Miley Cyrus calls Cody Simpson um, her boo thang. Okay, they need to stop right now. She showed up. He's launching something, a product with Tiffany & Co. menswear. Oh, oh, imagine that. Oh, Cody Simpson is launching a product with Tiffany, and Cody Simpson just happens to be Miley Cyrus's boo But listen to this. The reason um, they found each other again is they're in a space where they're both not partying. They're working really hard. They're keeping things healthy, and it's good. I just yeah, I find it all to be very convenient with Cody Simpson What's and Miley Cyrus. Miley? What is happening with her? I think she's going through some rough times because she's, she's going through so sad. Yes. You would think about she just is breaking up. She is in process of breaking up with her husband and they've been together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You would probably be going through some emotional ups and downs. And I think that's what's happening. Four Miley. Years. Yeah. I was 27. Yeah. It's, you know, it takes a long time. It takes a long time and she's doing the thing. And everyone does it the wrong way. Where she's getting over by getting under. And I don't really know if that's necessarily the best track for her right now. Right. Oh, right. There we go. Keep All right. Guy. <laughs> Stay with us, people. We'll be back.